0: <laughs> thank you for coming back to the podcast my family lead today i'm with abraham um how do you pronounce your last name real quick
1: it's pronounced Zaleka.
0: Zaleka, abraham Zaleka. that's ethiopian right yeah that, that
1: is ethiopian
0: Yeah, dude. Abraham is from D.C. He's straight up. And I met him there when I was visiting my old time friend, Mo. And we had some interesting experiences that I will never forget that night, ever. Uh, (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Um, That's literally... I've told so many people about that. And they don't believe me. (laughs) Bro, I mean... Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- that that was something else,
0: man. <laughs> that was crazy, dude. That was it was definitely a story, man. Because uh, what 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 had ha- happened was, um you know, we were going out, and I was like the only sober one, and we were like, you know, let's go see DC and stuff. And I had a fun, I still had a really fun time because I was like walking around and seeing the sights. And if anybody's been to like, like DC, U Street is like amazing, especially for into like HBCUs and, and HBU's and all that. So um it's like right near Howard. So yeah, just one of our friends mo got really 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 drunk and um you know he he ended up getting into an accident uh that ended up getting him taken to the er uh and involved blood it was it was pretty crazy and it was pretty traumatic for mo and me as well witnessing that especially when his head hit the ground
1: yeah yeah that, that was weird i think i like went back out that night when uh y'all were like going home or, like cuz whatever that accident happened like when we split I feel I went back to U Street, but I don't remember. I was like blacked out a little bit, but I mean, what I do remember though is I feel a little bit like an asshole because you remember Muhammad? He bought that bottle at Barrel House. Yeah, the liquors. marijuana
0: liquor. I remember that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like the, the cannabis liquor, or whatever. And it just, it just, it tastes like sweet tequila, but like also like bong water, <laughs> but like. Like like that like that that, that's what that shit is. Don't get you high, it's just like tequila. But it smells it smells like bong water, you know, like Uh, like that red dink smells like somebody's hoodie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But like he he was like, nah man, I'm good and like drank that whole thing. And I remember like when we were finally like trying to get into clubs, like at first it was like, Okay, Mo can't get in here, they're not letting him in, he's too drunk. And I was like, all right, let's go to Dupont Circle. Let's go to Cafe Citrone. And I was like, yo, yo, give me your passport, man. And I was like trying to like prep him up, like I putting his hand and everything. It's like I know he's way too drunk to go in, but I was like, damn, like we've been walking around for like two hours. Yeah, we we're we better than
0: that one black club um, <laughs> like he that I really wanted to go to because you know in Charlotte we don't have that shit here. Like not you know not at the level that uh, you guys are at. You know in DC. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah Marvin's. Cool. Yeah, it was Marvin's. Yeah, we was trying to go to Marvin's. But, but yeah, he was definitely too drunk. He, he was he was too, he was too drunk. But like I I like didn't give a fuck. It was like I was like man, I'm just gonna like push it. I probably shouldn't have. But yeah, that, I mean, pre gaming
0: in like, the alley. It's not like, it he like he had any
1: more happened. alcohol after that point. He was already gone. But you know who knows? Never... Yeah, I, I do. I do recall though that you enjoyed walking around a lot because you got to see a, a kind of diversity that you might not see as um i guess like integrated or ubiquitous that you would see in like charlotte
0: i gotta say yeah like um dc is on something else like you guys are so like diverse you guys are out here like diversity wise like you guys are i feel like we have it here but like we don't have i mean sometimes one thing i do which is probably really shallow in vain is like when i go to a city i like to kind of Gauge their racism meter based on how many interracial relationships I see, which isn't the best. Yeah, I I mean, I mean, that's definitely not. But it is. It's definitely not a meter at all, actually. But you know, it's just like it's just interesting to see that, like, you know, what the next generation is going to look like. But in Charlotte, that shit is so rare. I remember it was more, more so in Massachusetts. I, I used to see more of that, but like in Charlotte, it's rare as hell. In DC, it's like every other couple. Like DMV in general, like Maryland, Virginia, it's like every other couples on that. On on that you know flavorful shit like everybody's trying to get with a different flavor.
1: Yeah, I mean you know the DC is also like uh, historically it's like a black city, kind of like like Atlanta. Like if DC was like the biggest in hip hop right now, it'd be something like Atlanta. We're kind because like DC DC is the most actively gentrified city in the United States at the moment. But Washington DC black people still make up more people than every other uh, every other group, race or ethnic group combined. Wow. In DC. Yeah. Yeah. So like black people make up something like 55% now, like in 2000 when I was like a kid, I think it was like still like 80%. So like, that's a dramatic change. Cause you've got all these, like you have a lot of young professionals moving to Washington DC and they're not all white. You also have, you know, like people of color, you know, of, I guess like all kinds of races who are moving to DC as well because, D.C.'s kind of becoming a popular city.
0: Definitely is. It's our, like, I guess it's our, like, accessible New York because we can drive to it without – within a day. Like, it's, like, six hours away. But because um, you guys actually have shit going on there and, like, art culture in and, and that in and that regard um charlotte's just like a it looks nice on paper like if you see we have like a fucking skyline man like for the south we got like buildings and shit like you could put that as your screensaver and impress some (laughs) people if you get on the ground man and you come to charlotte it's all boring ass you know suburban bankers that live here and they're so fucking boring and they're they have no culture they just want to like go out and club and like you know drink beer from like a big a big you know glass of beer. I don't know. They just want to do stupid shit that people did in high school.
1: I mean, I feel like D.C. is kind of like, I mean, like, see, like, D.C. Like I said, like, D.C. is like a very different city than it it used to be. I mean, it's still the same city, but it's like, I feel like D.C. is more integrated than it's ever been geographically today, but at the same time, a lot of things are, like, still, like, really segregated. Like, a lot of our neighborhoods, you'll still have like these kind of like tall ass tower projects, and then like a multi million dollar condo next to like the projects, and everything's kind of like mixed up. But it's not, but that's like not even like the issue. The issue is not even like w- like wealthy white people moving into our city. It's more like they're not they're not really interested in the culture. The way when you know like people move and gentrify Brooklyn, people want to become like. A New Yorker, when they like move to Brooklyn, people don't move to DC and they're like, I want to learn about like the indigenous like culture or anything like that. You know what I'm saying?
0: So it's like an orientalist view on like the locals, like, oh, we're here to kind of civilize them with our you know poodles and like kombucha and shit. Like, we want to teach them how to act because they're like lost. Like, is that like the the perspective that's, I mean, I know there was recently an incident and you may want to talk about that with the go go music, yeah, where um, you, you've been posting a lot about that, and I saw you at that rally, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, for those who don't know, go-go is um, it's a music genre that is indigenous to Washington, D.C. It's kind of like funk music. It's kind of like African or even like Caribbean music in an interesting sense. And you, you, know when, you know when you hear it when you listen to old go-go because old go-go's always got that go-go beat where it's like bop bop ba bop ba bop ba bop And it kind of like sounds like someone like drumming on like buckets but like they're actually like they're, they're like really good drummers though but like that that's like the signature go-go like but like uh, yeah like DC unlike New York DC didn't have hip-hop in the 80s so they had like go-go and like people would just have like community like house parties and like people would have like all these like different like barbecues and stuff like that and people play go-go music a lot of t- a lot of the songs they would play are like more or less like covers too. There, there's, there's like the songs that everybody knows but a lot of them will just be like covers it would be like a james brown cover but like go go style like a michael jackson cover but in the go go like format
0: so it's easier to do but
1: um uh, i don't exactly know you know the specific reasons why but like something like that but yeah there's, there's this place called uh metro pcs the metro pcs store yeah, on 9 metro PCS. Street. you probably yeah, you know, like the, yeah, the, yeah.
0: the super cheap phone thing. Yeah, the phone yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 we probably walked by there when he was in D.C. Like, and um, during the daytime, they're always blasting music, mostly go-go, but sometimes like funk and R&B, too. But like there's this speaker and you can hear the music from the intersection, probably about two blocks squared out so you, you always hear like a bunch of drums and like some being like well come out something like that it's like come it's like always like happening today the and then there and like some like i don't know i guess like some like new resident in uh the shaw neighborhood the shaw area complained to the police so that they would shut down the music and um you know people in dc just kind of like lost it and we're like man like we're not gonna let this happen so uh, people started protesting. Now I, I don't even know you call pro. I guess it, it it is protesting. You know, there was people just started having block parties in the middle of fucking. U- just Street. like by the Metro P C S. No, 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 no. It was more like by like a Fourteenth and you. We'd set the municipal building. But like they, they were like flooding out into the streets. It was like uh, you know. The dudes from like uh, Rhode Island Avenue Boys, Brentwood Avenue Boys, like those guys are the ones. Like uh, they got all the ATVs and like uh, motorbikes. Like have you have you seen have you ever seen like that Meek Mill video? That Meek Mill video when he first came out.
0: Oh, well, they're all we're all rolling down with the. With the ATV. I feel like I've seen yeah. it like in passing.
1: Yeah, like like that's that's like a northeast cultural kind of thing. Like Philly and DC is kind of like that, and it's not too far from where me and Mo grew up. If you just go like, you know, like three quarters of a mile down Rhode Island Avenue toward like east to this area called Brentwood Northeast, that's where like all these guys who are always on like their ATVs and you, you just basically have like grown ass men on like these like, I don't know, tricked out like kids, more or less like I like kids' toys. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, they show up. And it's illegal. It's actually illegal for police to chase them in Washington D.C. So they'll be riding around town, and like the the police can't do anything about it. Wow. But uh, yeah, so they basically showed up, and um, you know, me and Mohammed were from 14th Street Shaw area. We're from the most gentrified part of D. We're from the most gentrified part of D.C. at the moment, and um, so to have just like something like four thousand like black people and it was really just black people there was like it wasn't like a people of color it was just black people like 4000 black yeah. people around like these like you know probably like super expensive new condos and stuff like that and, you know you have like people who are normally like walking dogs and, like what's going on or whatever but it's not exactly like like it, it they they call it a protest and i guess it is a protest but i feel like it's like resistance but not in the kind of sense where it's like we're, like, demanding something, but more just kind of, like... Just showing up. We're here. And, like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're here. What are you going to do about it kind of thing?
0: Showing up and showing out, yeah. That's amazing that you guys kind of came together for that shit. Because, and first of all, I was thinking, why does Metro PCS Like, I know they should... Like, I, I love that they play and stuff, but, like, is that, like, company policy? Like, or is just the manager was just kind of playing it on his own? Like, that was his own
1: doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, like, the manager's own doing. They've been playing... They've been blasting music out of... 9th on florida avenue for like 30 years <laughs> oh like a business tactic like trying to get you to go, go inside the building and then go, go get some phone coverage like, like, like that that shit is old that shit is like like the things that people know about youth street you know like the, the good things include like metro pcs like ben's chili bowl you know, you, have you been to Ben's Chili Bowl? I mean, you probably saw it on U Street. But ben,
0: ben, uh, we walked past yeah. it. Is that where you get the mumbo sauce?
1: No, nah, no. Nah, you get mumbo sauce at carryouts. So I can explain that in a second. But uh, Ben's yeah, Chili Bowl. please explain mumbo sauce after, you, <laughs> okay, okay. after yeah, 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 yeah. Ben's Chili Bowl is like, I don't know how old it is. I feel like it's like 50 years old. Like Ben's Chili Bowl was even on like a... Anthony Bourdain's no reservations, but um, Ben Chili B- Bowl is like one. Of, it was like a owned by this West Indian guy, Ben Ali. I remember when he died when I was like I don't know like ten years old or something like that. But uh, was it like a big thing when he died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it, it was a big thing. I don't really like remember like people like crying or anything over. I just I just remember someone was like, yeah, Ben Ali died, and I was like, word. And I saw like a photo of what he looked like, and I was like man like that's a funny looking black person cuz like he's west indian I, you know I, <laughs> when i was like 10 years old i had no concept of what like west indian man. i mean it, you know i'm i'm mixed myself i grew up in like washington dc and you you know like you have like a, this kind of like diversity of features in the caribbean you know like that's all you have like people you know like rihanna and like, all this stuff kind of-
0: yeah Apparently, there's a name for that. There's uh, the people who are mixed with like um, African and West Indian descent. I don't know if this is like a slur, but I've heard it being referred to as a doogly, like somebody who's a doogly. Like Nicki Minaj would be considered a doogly. Somebody who has both South Asian and like Afro Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, I, I think she got
1: like Chinese and Chinese in her too, or something. I don't know. I mean, it's it's it's. it's uh, I, I think she said it before too. Like, like I feel like. I feel like for some reason, you know, I'm not trying to typecast anybody, but, like, a lot of, like, New York dirty female MCs will, like, come out, like, some Caribbean joint, like, like, like Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown's, like, a quarter Chinese or something. (laughs) They always got, like, a little bit of, like, Asian in them, but then they even, like, they, they, like, use their makeup to look even more Asian, but just, like, dark skin, but, like, have, like, the face of, like, a Vietnamese person.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like, (laughs) I see what you're saying. Like we're just waiting for Cardi to come out and be like, she's half like, I mean, I mean she, 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 she,
1: she, she's Dominican. So, you know, she's just, you know, like, which, which means she has like the option of pretending not to be black, even though like white people will still look at her like she's black. But I think she, she identifies as black.
0: Yo. Yeah. Dominican's on that shit though. Sometimes like, I think that, that's cause like when it's also, you got to pay attention to like how people identify themselves in their countries. Cause like in America, we have like a really strange racial categorization system where it's like, you're a color now. And it's like, what color are you? And then if you're half that color, it depends on half the color. Like if it's black you're fully black, but if you're half white, it doesn't count. Like apparently some races cancel out like an equation, like they cancel out each other. It's it's weird. But like when people in the probably Dominican, probably don't even refer to themselves as black because they're all like black and they're all Dominican. But then when they come here and you know, uncle Sam has to like put them in a box. They're like, Oh, I guess are we black? Like I was never called that growing up. I mean, it's the same thing with my parents. When they came here, they didn't know how to identify themselves because they were raised in Sudan and they didn't really, you never really looked at, no nobody was a color. Like you didn't, that's not how you identified.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I'm sure like for your dad, like Ethiopia is probably the same way as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. I mean, like, and I know like a lot of like Ethiopian diaspora and like, uh, the Americas for a while, they were just kind of like, we're like, how that shit. Or, you know, like, yeah. I'm Ethiopian, I'm Eritrean, or whatever. But I think with, like, my generation, a lot of Ethiopians are more comfortable calling themselves, or, like, they're embracing, you know, being black. And, 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 and the thing is, we all have to understand, like, although our struggles are connected, they're also very different. Like, you and I can't um, understand the weight of, you know, something like 200 years of slavery, 100 years of apartheid that's not in our history book but so i think that upon moving to the u.s and it goes through like african immigrants from like really anywhere you both inherit the burden of uh, the burden that black americans have always had to deal with but you also inherit some of the privileges that they fought for you know what i'm saying like because the thing is, it's like, you know, like, African immigrants aren't, like, Italians or Irish. We're not, we're not eventually going to be white. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, we're not going to be white. You know, like, Italians. Yeah, yeah you're like, 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 that's just, it doesn't work that way. You know, it doesn't even... It doesn't. So our gift is being black. Like, I think that's we, when we get
0: to integrate. Like, we get to become black, and that's, you know, that's the category we get. I, is, is that seen as a step up, though?
1: I don't know. You know, it, it's all really complicated. You know, it's like, you come here, and it's like... You know, you, you don't have the weight of history in America, but that you could be a black person. Like if, you know, if, if you're well educated or something, you go to Africa and maybe you have some kind of privileges you don't have in America. You know, that's true. It, it, it's all really complicated.
0: But also white privilege is like universal now. White privilege is universal. You can go to China and they have jobs for people who are just white. Like you just literally have to be white and they'll make you like the head of a company and the uh, face of their company. It's it, there's a whole Vice uh, documentary on it. Like this one dude is like, I'm gonna move to China and be white, and he gets paid to be white. He goes to like functions, they hire him for stuff, and he shows up to these like uh, award ceremonies and like hands awards to people. And they feel yes, special because the white guy. It's <laughs> yeah, It sucks, yeah. yeah, globalization's a. It, it's awesome in one way, but like I feel like people are now learning to be racist against black people because. They're idealizing this like white standard where it's like, oh, white people hate black people. Well, you better bet we're gonna hate black people too, because white people are the shit. Like, I feel like that's the mentality, you know? Where instead of like embracing all the world's cultures, it's more of like a colonialism type situation where um one view or one beauty standard is being pushed on the entire world instead of celebrating everybody's individuality. So we're all just kind of becoming it's like neocolonialism, right? So we're all just becoming kind of satellite satellite cultures of the U.S.
1: Yes, I mean it's something like that. I, I don't really know how to describe what's going on right now. Um, I think that I think that the United States has an empire, but the empire isn't like the Middle East or like the, whatever the Global South. I believe like America's empire, like their their proper empire, is the United States, the EU saudi arabia israel and turkey and like japan that that's like their empire like those are like because the the united states is in charge at the end of the day with those those countries as opposed to like uh developing nations that they shit on they're not really part of the empire it's more like this empire is just kind of like Robbing like all these people because I mean they don't give anything back, you know Because I'm ima- at like I don't know too much about Roman history But I imagine like the Roman or Greek empires or Persian empires even though they take over there would be like this kind of like social mobility That would like exist where like it's a little bit more cosmopolitan Yeah, well there's also um like in terms of
0: empires there's like like a way you can there's like a social empire or a cultural empire where you can like control people through culture or through influence for example, like TV and like, you know, Hollywood movies are huge, like all all across the world. But back to the Roman thing, um, the Romans actually used to use this tactic. They used to use social uh, uh, colonialism as well, or, or kind of, you know, racial colonialism or cultural colonialism where they would go. And when they conquered a land, they would send like people like kind of like um, Peace Corps. They would send like your little Peace Corps guys and they'd be like, teach people how to be Greek. So they'd teach people how to dress like Greeks. They'd teach people how to um, you know, speak Greek, I guess, or like practice the Greek, learn about the Greek gods and the Greek Kings. And they would have like, they found like all these like propaganda tools if they'd bring like these statues to these people, this was in Africa, they would bring statues of the Greek God of the Greek Kings to show people how Greek culture is so cool. You guys should want to be Greek. Um, and to this day, if you go to North Africa, um, the Berbers, something I noticed, I didn't really do research on this, but I noticed that they dress in togas. Like, they still wear togas, yo. Like, if you go to the Berber <laughs> in the South, of, Rome, yeah, like, yeah. Be, they will wear, like, a white toga. I'm like, dude, that's a Greek toga. It won't be just, like, there'll be clothes underneath it, but, like, over his clothes will have, like, a white, exact white toga, like what the Greeks wore. And I'm like, that's definitely remnants of the Greek, of Greek colonialism or
1: Roman colonialism at that time. That's interesting. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty wild, man. Like It's super. Yeah, crazy. I mean, you, you you're right. Like, I mean, I do think, like, there's, like, you know, English language, American cultural, and then, uh, I guess, white racial supremacy is a global thing. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Most most definitely. But I I think us in America, I guess we have, like, a different perspective as, like, non-white people because, and I've been listening to your podcasts, too, and um, we've really been learning how to love ourselves a lot lately. And, like, I feel like living in America and experiencing like racism is almost that that almost catalyzes us to love ourselves more over here because we have that direct relationship. As where like if you're still in Africa and you like watch like Hollywood movies or you're in like the Indian subcontinent or whatever, you're like man, like white people are the shit. Like I want like my life to be like this TV show Friends oh God, or something yeah. like that because you have, have you have no perspective of being you know, like erased or anything like that.
0: Yeah. Like they don't have memories of Kyle or like their lacrosse team, like trying to bully your ass or some shit. You know what I mean? Like they don't have those, their, their perspective is very, I think very naive as well. And very fresh. It's, it's what their perspective is what the the agenda is for them to have. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they want you to think. It's not what the reality is. No, I agree. I agree with that completely. And back to friends, yo, I just, I, I fucking hate that show. I don't care what anybody says. I don't hate it, but I don't. I f- I hate it because people love it so
1: much and it's really overrated, yo. Yeah, hey, bro, same, man. I remember, like, when they they were about to, like, take it off Netflix, man. And, like, I had no idea, like, people was watching Friends on Netflix. I feel like Friends is, like, you can just, like, turn on CBS or go know, on YouTube. Right? You like, actually
0: go look for that bro. shit?
1: <laughs> but, 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 but like, like, really, that's what you pay your $8 a month to watch? But, like, anyway, it's, like... <laughs> but, like, 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 like a... Uh, like one of my girlfriends or whatever and her story, she was like, she her story is something like, it was like, oh, Friends is about to be taken off Netflix. She was like, it's the worst news ever. <laughs> you know, and that, that was just like hilarious to me. And then like, I remember like, I was like, really? And she's like, yeah. And then like two hours later, I think like people cared so much about Friends that they were like, all right, we're going to keep it on Netflix. And they like, put it back on and then like her story was like we're saved and i'm like like imagine like if pe- if like our political power was like how much like people love watching friends like a mediocre ass sitcom like at least fight for something good like <laughs> and it's like and it's like it's not just like white people who watch friends like <laughs> Like a lot of non white people love friends, you know. I and think like, more
0: non white people like it than white people because what I people I know who like friends are usually people who weren't born in the US and were raised in another country and then they loved friends from there because I think it was their like perspective of the US. But the people I know who are f- like from here, raised here, no one likes friends, they yeah. don't just watch it because it's on TV. Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, f- I mean, for for friend, f- friends was like yeah yeah i don't know it's friends a funny show mediocre. like you know I, I i like seinfeld like seinfeld's like Seinfeld's legit seinfeld's, a seinfeld's something else though like friends is like that like you know it's that template that people still use for like the same things like how i met your mother and like and like seinfeld also was kind of like in that kind of formula like they all have the same kind of sitcoms all, yeah sitcoms all have the same like okay there's gonna be like Two girls and three guys, or whatever. Three girls and two guys, and they all like are like twenty seven, and they're like young adults living in like Manhattan, single in the city. But, well, like, I, I, I living single, man. I love, you know, Have you ever watched Living Single? <laughs> it's like the Black Friends, <laughs> but, but like it's, I have ne- I've never. I've uh, never. that. Oh, it, it's on Google. Living single. You should check it. You should check it out if you just like want some like light-hearted TV. But uh, it's living single. Living single. Yeah. Oh, uh, like Queen Latifah's the lead on it.
0: Oh, wasn't there another show with Tiffany Haddish that you were into? Like I could tell from your stories. Um. Oh. It's called... oh bro. It's called.
1: Uh, oh, that, that's Tracy Morgan's show, man. Uh, yeah. It's called The Last OG.
0: Is it good? I heard it got canceled though.
1: If you like, if you like corny, like corny humor, uh, I think you like it. You know how like sometimes you kind of just like shitty TV, like but, yeah, um, like mindless TV, just have it on. But it's not mindless. It's just kind of like ridiculous. Like the premise is Tracy Morgan goes to president like two thousand three or something like he was trying to quit selling crack he he goes to prison and tiffany haddish is like his uh his girlfriend he gets out of jail he gets out of prison 17 years later not 17 like 15 years later in 2018 and he gets dropped off in brooklyn and it's just like white people like running around and like walking their dogs and <laughs> shit in Brooklyn. And he's like, "What the fuck happened to Brooklyn?" And like everything's different. And Tiffany Haddish like had his kids while he was in prison, but she didn't sell him. She's like, uh, she's like dating hey, some white guy or whatever, who's like, I don't. Know. But uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. I mean, it resonates with me just because it, I grew up on 14th Street. And 14th Street is extremely gentrified. So you can just relate to all the references,
0: yeah. That's the thing, yo. I found myself like watching Jeopardy on like Netflix. Am I, am I like, am I nerdy? Like, what am I? I love it, man. I can't stop. It's just good, man. Because you don't have commercials, and I just keep going and going. And then like you get to see like, like they have the college edition and the teen edition and all the different editions of Jeopardy, and you can tell like what level you're at, like intellectually, by what you can answer.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I could, pr- I could probably get into it, man. And you know, I'd uh. I straight I tried straight from typecasting uh, personalities, hobbies, and races. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it, it's just like it's like it's, it's really funny that people have this idea that like you have to be a certain kind of way. You know, pe- people people will typecast you and yeah, and, and all that kind of shit. And you're like, man, like you're act like you're not you're acting white because you're not like because I'm not watching power. I don't know. You're you're not because pers- you're not like. No, nah, it's, it's like, like people will tell you you're like acting white if you're not pr- personifying a nigga or something like that. Exactly.
0: If you're not, I remember when I was in high school, um, I would like people, people would tell me literally, Ferris, you got to listen to rap music. Like I was one of the only black kids at that school. And it was like, I was, I feel like I was expected to fit into a mold and check this. Like I, I was like trying to fit into that mold so badly that we had a talent show and I literally rapped Rapper's Delight at the talent I said a hip hop a hip hip hop I can't know <laughs> and I remember I bought what? a, <laughs> a, 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 a flat room hat remember Mecca the brand the, the urban apparel brand and I had, had yeah, a Mecca yeah, flat room yeah. hat and I remember I put it on and I started rapping and all the white kids thought I was the shit after that I, I earned the respect Correct. yeah like remember in, a, in eight mile when he earns the respect at the shelter. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it was,
1: but it was like reverse because like everyone else was white and I was black. Yo, 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 that's hilarious, man. Like, but, but you know when I, when that that's hilarious because it's like, how old are you, man? I'm 26. Way, okay, I'm I'm 24. I'm gonna be 25. So like, they thought you were the shit for like singing like a rap song from like 1984. Exactly. Or like it's not. Not like, it's not like it's, like, ludicrous or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like that, 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 that's funny. But, but yeah. Man, wh- oh, I'm sorry, man. What were you saying?
0: Are oh, you good. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead.
1: Okay, so what I, what I mean by, like, pe- people will, like, tell you you're, like, acting white or, like, you're kind of weird if you're black because you're, because you're not acting like a nigga. And what I mean by that is that a nigga is not a black person by any means. A nigga is what white people want black people to be.
0: It's the,
1: the, 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 cookie cutter black guy. That's what it is. They, 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 they you know, like that they want black people to be as like self-destructive as possible. And just like entertainment, you know, entertainment, like, that's what it is. Yeah. Like have no conscience. Right. Right. Just dance for these white mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you, man. I mean, I, I, grew, I, think I, I grew up in like DC, man. So like, I also have that experience of like, not not thinking about white people at all like like not even being like knowing that racism exists but not being concerned with white people at all like i think like 15 percent of the people who go to dc public schools might be white wow which is like yeah so like
0: i always wonder how i'd turn out if i if i went to that situation if i was in a
1: school like that you, you know, I think you'd be the same person and you'd be hanging out with, like, other black <laughs> nerds, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, people like to typecast this kind of thing. Oh, yeah, 77%. Actually, I looked it up the other day. Like, 77% of kids who go to D.C. public schools are um, are considered disadvantaged. 77% wow. like that. So that's like the that's like all of the, all of the kids who go to like DC public schools yeah. are from the hood and like but, but pe- pe- People have this idea that like it's not even just like being black and like you, people are like, oh, yeah, just they're like, okay, so you're not from the hood That's why you act like that. But in the hood you have people like black people who are in the like death metal people who are in the like anime like these things exist People just like to only push that one image. It's not even about being, like, from the hood or not being from the hood because you have, like, black kids who come from, like, a lot of wealth or something, like, a lot of black wealth, and they live in the suburbs. But they intentionally act out that, like, you know, stereotypical foolery because, you know, they feel depression. That's what's expected of them. But you also, like, you know, on the contrary, you have, like, black kids in the hood who, like, you know, like... They might not want to listen to like Ludacris, you know what I'm saying? They might want to listen to like My Chemical Romance, I mean, or something like that. Fallout you know I mean? Boy. Yeah, 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 but like, like those people exist. And like, yeah, they you know, do. And like, no, nobody talks about that.
0: Interesting story about that is um, so I knew this one dude in in Charlotte whose dad was like a straight gangster, like a gang. If anybody knows, like, and who lives in Charlotte, who knows about Hidden Valley. There was like this gang called the Hidden Valley Kings I think and they were like straight like they were like like legit like on the news and shit like getting arrested and stuff and the leader had a son and his son was super like the total opposite of his dad like he was into like anime he was really nerdy he was like got good grades and shit and like amidst all that dude was still like you know doing his own thing and I'm like yo power to you man to like not buying into the stereotype but then also I had the thought I was like maybe he's just trying to do everything in the opposite of what his dad's doing just you know to not be like his dad which also could be um, a reactionary thing
1: yeah it's, I mean I mean, that's definitely possible you know like I know like, like also growing up in DC like and I, you know um, I had a lot of friends who were like smoking weed when we were like 12 years old I think Mohamed was smoking weed when we were like children yeah it goes way back (laughs) yeah yeah i i definitely like i definitely didn't i I had friends who were like selling drugs and stuff but i also had like friends who were like completely not touch it because the thing is, is that a lot of people in the hood have this historical memory of like the crack epidemic and like i know people who's like who have whose mothers were like crackheads and shit and because of that they like are completely straight edge and it's kind of like i want to be the were they crack babies i mean it depends what do you mean like did, did crack fuck them up or you mean like yeah like
0: crack- did they was their mom doing crack while they were while they were pregnant
1: oh i, I, uh, I don't know maybe but I, I know that like i, I know people who like they say like their their parents were smoking crack like while they were like you know kids and shit. So like it was yeah. visible, and um, so people want and not just but it's not only people who are directly related to it. Like my friend Scrappy, like we we were at a this place. Called, Yo, you got a friend Scrappy? I mean, his, his, his name's Aaron. We just call him scrap but um. <laughs> but yeah like we, we were at this place called um, velvet lounge which is where like a lot of like dc dc locals go and uh, we were like smoking yeah. weed out back and like this one guy and you he, he was a narc but like no or whatever but like he, he like passed the pipe around and i was like nah i'm good and he passed it to my friend scrap and scrap was like nah like to, to a pipe and he said you know because you know that ruined like the lives of our people he smokes weed but he's just like i'm not because there's a stigma of like the the whole because like even though like you're not smoking crack out of it it is still like the instrument the crack pipe Mm -hmm. you know that created like i don't know like that kind of more or less turned black america into like a third world country (laughs)
0: legit do you think that there's going to be like a revolution where like people are going to get carried away with marijuana at some point and people are like, oh man, marijuana is like the next crack in a way. I know the effects aren't detrimental at all, or if there's any, but um, do you think there's going to be some sort of, because I don't think there's been enough studies done on marijuana in general. So do you think there's going to be some sort of thing that pops up that kind of um, emerges from marijuana and everyone's like, oh shit, all those years of smoking has us fucked up. We got to do a new resurgence and people just kind of go after marijuana. Uh, not
1: really. I mean, like, people might find something that, like, it's not, like, as good as people think it is. But I, def- I definitely don't see a new war on drugs, you know, like.
0: Well, the one thing, the one reason I don't smoke weed is because, one of the reasons is, well, it's a, it's a preference as well. I mean, I used to, but it's a preference now. And then one reason is because I have schizophrenia in my family. And then I there's some, been some, like, solid studies done with the connection between cannabis and early onset schizophrenia or somehow triggering, um, schizophrenia in people. So I was like, yo, I'm not fucking with that. Um, that's one of the reasons, but, um, that, that, those studies came out as true, apparently. Well, I mean, my boy, Ray, my boy Ray confirmed it and he's pretty big into it.
1: I feel like it really just kind of has to do with like, well, I mean, you know, first of all, everyone's experience is subjective. And if, let's say like, I don't smoke weed regularly anymore. And, you know, I, I was like a big pothead. But like, weed gives me social anxiety, and then sometimes just like irrational anxiety, just general anxiety about like nothing, and um, like paranoia. Yeah, paranoia and, and all that kind of stuff. And we're in this age. Well, it's not actually actually you know I I think we're evolving from that. But like we, we when we were in like high school, man, like that that was like the age of like if you smoked pot, you thought like weed was literally the cure all to everything, you know. Yeah, yeah your friends would be like, yeah, we weed's like, bro, like, nah, man, like, weed's God's like gift to Earth. It's the panacea. Bro, hemorrhoid? Hemorrhoids? Just smoke a joint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, you, you, have you ever watched that documentary, The Union? Like, it's, it's all about like, why weed's illegal? Oh, no, no, no. I feel yeah. like every pothead... Like, during it. Nixon's era? It's like, it's like the whole history. It's like, if like Ken Burns did a documentary, but he was like really biased and about why weed is supposed to be legal, because oh, he probably smokes regularly. Oh no, Ken Burns didn't. Make, you know Ken Burns? Oh no, no, I'm just assuming he smokes oh, regularly. Oh, no, 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 I'm saying, oh, Ken Burns didn't make it, but like I'm saying, like Ken, it's, it, it. I feel like it, it's something like that. Like like one of those, like, like the magnitude of the like the documentary is like two and a half hours long or something like that. And it goes like, it's like, oh, like first, like the Mexicans and the jazz artists are smoking weed and they outlawed it and then they like made it legal again and then like something, something to destroy hippies and black people. And you know, while all that's valid, like people used to like watch that shit and just feel so woke. You know what I'm saying? Like people, yeah. thought, they were, pe- people thought they were so, so woke. Because it like, being like, man, like legalize it, like legalize it was like the original Black Lives Matter or something like that, man. Like that was the original it. BLM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real, man. It was like yo, like legalize weed. It's gonna like fix everything. And of course, you know, like the, 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 there's a lot of benefits to like the use of hemp. There's a lot of and, and like the, the kind of you know like weeds a good material for a lot of things that. Yeah, like hemp it's protein.
0: Hemp protein too. Yeah. I used to have like hemp uh, protein right.
1: powder. But but it's like I know back when we was in high school, you was not like you you weren't thinking about like mass incarceration or like you know using like biodegradable products. You would just want to like
0: you were thinking about being able to smoke weed at the park without getting in
1: trouble, right? In public, right? People thought they were so woke for that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like people still do. People are like, "Yeah, man, weed's good for everything." And I'm like, "Weed's not bad, like crack, or whatever." But like, you can't say it's like good for. It. It's not. It-
0: it's still a. It's still like an toxic, and it's still kind of messing with your head. I mean, um, it's not a natural state that you're in. It's kind of induced, and I remember when I used to partake in the herbology. Um, then the next day, I'd be so depressed, like I'd wake up and just like hate myself, and like I wouldn't be able to get out of bed, and I'd just be mad at everybody and having like an attitude, and just be like get away from me. That was that was my experience. That was also one of the reasons um, people react differently. Because I know some of my other friends, Hib and Ahmed, they they don't get hangovers at all from me, anything and you know it, it enhances their lives in a lot of ways and they love it so it's just your body your your body's reaction to it you know
1: oh yeah absolutely and, and for you know for like for me personally things are more or less situational and they're not really dictated by any kind of rules like sometimes I smoke weed I'm okay sometimes I smoke weed and I get paranoid i definitely it's not a habit of mine anymore so every time I smoke weed I definitely get high Okay,
0: so you don't have the tolerance. The, you have your tolerance back because I know some people have to like do crazy shit to like they got like lace it and whatnot.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I, I, don't, ha- I don't have a tolerance or anything like that. And you know, I, I really can't imagine what it was like back when I was a pothead. Because like back when I was a pot, I used to like, smoke like a lot of weed, especially back when I was like traveling. It was ridiculous, and I can't, I can't really even like remember much of that period. Your <laughs> so I don't know if I was no, nah, no, nah, man. Like, no, no, no. My my parents. I, w- I was trapping when I was living in North Carolina. I told you I, m- I moved to North Carolina. You
0: did say that you lived in Asheville, right, and Durham.
1: Uh yeah. I-, I finished college in Asheville, and I moved with my mother to Chapel Hill when I was sixteen years old. Yeah. And well, well my, when my my parents split, so. But but no. Nah, when I was trapping, I was already living on my own. I was. My my mother got laid off. She left. Chapel Hill and she like went to go to uh, St. Paul, Minnesota with my little sister, but I was like, I'm not trying to make new friends again so I stayed in Chapel Hill, North Carolina and uh, Yeah, I don't know. I, was, I, was, I went to Durham Tech Community College, man and I just I was like I could use some I was like I need some extra money because like I was working like two jobs and like paying all my own like I was like basically like you know a whole ass like grown-up when I was like 18 19 but, I, yeah, I started off just, like, like, I used to sell weed in the libraries, man. Like, <laughs> dude, it was, like, <laughs> I, because I, 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 the thing is, originally I didn't want to spend money on weed, so I was, like, okay, I'm going to break even. So I, I cut up an ounce into, like, you know, like, two quarters, an eighth, and, like, I don't know, three or four grams in, like, different baggies or something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> but, but, yeah, bro, like it. Bro, I mean, you know, they're just like the people I knew. So I was like, you know, if you need, if you ever need it, and you know, they'd be like, I. Right. So like.
0: You wouldn't go up to people in like the aisles and be like, or like in the room and be like, yo, do
1: you need some Dewey
0: Decimals? <laughs> what? Dewey Decimals. I got some Dewey Decimals.
1: Bro, I, I that's the code. Bro, I was like hot in the library. It was like crazy. Like, you know, the things a lot of it's also about like the kind of connections you make. Like, I'll, I'll never forget like my friend Kent. Kent was like this 51 year old man. And, like black man from Brooklyn and he was like always talking about his son and how his son's like on the football team or something like that. And like he asked me if he knew where I could get some and I was like I was like, yeah, I got you man. So I ended up like selling like I ended up selling weed to this like fifty one year old father who was like going back to college. And I like sell <laughs> I I sell it to him before our like sociology one oh one class <laughs> Oh my hey, God. Hey, was he like this would even be like a parking lot this would be like outside like outside the hall <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i mean he, so do i just do i take it with, take it with food abraham how do i do it I know he, he he knew he knew what to do with it man but he, but he was like yeah this is that like this is that young nigga shit right here like is noticeably stronger
0: connecting generations look at that i definitely feel you though with the community college because i definitely got a lot more street when i went to CPCC, you probably know what that is. Uh, Central Piedmont Community College, straight, you know, Charlotte, represent Elizabeth Avenue. But you know, it was, uh, it was, it was definitely an experience. Going to because I went from high school with all white people to like a community college where mostly black people. And you know, at first, I was like, "Yo, I don't like this." But hear me out. I didn't like it because I blended in too much, and I wasn't used to that. I was like, "Everybody else here, like, I'm not that special kid. Like, people don't, teachers don't remember my name. I remember teachers in high school always used to remember my name because I was the only kid that stood out." You know that shit stayed in their head, but like here, like I was just like, dude, another dude, like another nigga. That's it. So like it was fun because there wasn't as much racism, and like you know I could relate to more people at the same time. But part of like my my, my egoistical self was like, yo man, you ain't you ain't you ain't hot no more. You ain't a commodity. That's <laughs> like all these other black dudes have
1: lineups too, yeah. <laughs> and they got fades. I'm like shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, I feel you, man. I mean, I like I like yeah. Fury College kind of because you, you get to meet like real people at community college and you know like my, my mother told me straight up she said i'm not look i have no money to like yeah. send you to school or anything like that so i i didn't yeah, even I mean, apply yeah. to like any four-year universities at all and i was just like yeah i'm going to community college and shit and i, and I was like kind of like damn i'm not going to get to like party and like you know like because you and like even when you're in high school and you're, you're like more or less a man at the age of 17 or 18, you still have this kind of like naive idea of college. Like, 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 like you, you kind of like imagine how can I insert myself into like my black version of like an American pie experience or like something like stupid pie. like that. because <laughs> You're just like, man, like get drunk, get laid. And that's like, I was, I was saying that, that, that that's like, what, that, that's like what you think like college is. So like, it's like, I was like, man, I'm not gonna get to party, but I was, I mean, I did party because I had my own, like, apartment and shit, but it was like, you get to meet, like, a lot of real people in community college, you know, like, your own age, but also people who are, like, way older. Yeah. It's the school of the people.
0: And and they're always down to earth and super, like, in touch with themselves and, like, they know what, because, like, you know, they, they're people with, like, experience, like, people who, like, you know, divorcees, like, divorce Latina moms and, like, whatnot, trying to go back to nursing school, like, that was definitely a thing, and... They're just, you know, trying to get their lives back together. So they have a lot of wisdom and experience. And it's like, I feel like I related more to those people. And plus no one ever does that shit in college. I didn't get laid in college. I never had sex in college, none of my years. And plus I went to community college, not because, um, well, it was mainly because of my racist ass guidance counselor when I was, um, in Massachusetts, brought me in and was like have you looked at colleges and i told him i was like yeah i want to go i want to go to ut austin i don't know why i chose that school i think i just got <laughs> <I think laughs> like a pamphlet or something i was like the color orange is nice yeah. longhorn and he was like see ferris your grades aren't that great but maybe you should start off at like a community college or something and i was just like damn you really think so and you, when you're at that impressionable age like high school like you think that these adults know what the fuck they're talking about and then like i was like i could have applied to a normal college but he was like go to community college." And it was just like, fuck Damn, So I ended up going to some math. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, oh, that's terrible, yeah, bro. he broke my dreams, dude. He fucking destroyed my dreams <laughs> yeah, in front of me. Like, I, I could have been in Texas right now yeah, doing bro. God knows what.
1: F- f- Fires, man. I'm sure you had like a 3.2 GPA or something. Like, you... No, nah, I actually did really, I did really bad my senior
0: year because I just, I went through a really bad depression and I just stopped caring about like everything. So he did kind of have a point. It wasn't that bad, but it was bad. It was like, it was like B's and C's. Um, mostly C's, and then maybe a couple B's, and like, like in history, I like actually got an A in history. I used to kill that class. I would fucking yeah. be correcting the teacher and shit because <laughs> she was a fucking idiot. She was so stupid. She didn't know. What, she was like, she did know where Kosovo was. Like there was a map of Europe and shit, and I was. She was like, this is a map of the Caucasus, and I'm like, yo, bitch, it's missing a country. And she's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And everyone was like, ooh, shit, oh, what's happening here? And then I was like, Google it. And she was like, oh, you're right. The Republic of Kosovo, then one of the newest nations in the world. And I was like, yeah, yeah correct that. Like, you know, Kosovonians <laughs> <laughs> be, be out here fighting for independence.
1: Yeah, that's so stunning on your teacher about a country most people in America don't even know exists.
0: <laughs> yeah, like you're a history teacher. Like, don't be talking about Europe. That's your first. You don't be talking about your continent. And if you can't even mention the countries, because, you know, there's a whole Eastern, Western Europe thing where, like, you know, Eastern Europeans are like the black people of Europe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, K- K- Kosovo's
0: not. They're they're not like regular white. <laughs> no, no, no. They're definitely like Slavic. They got the Slavic in them.
1: You, you know what I'm saying? It's it's like funny. Like people don't really th- like ca- like literal Caucasian people are like less white than like like Anglo-Saxon like white people that like oppress us here. It's because it, 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 you don't you don't think about that. But like the Caucasus include like places like Turkey. Yeah, and like our Russia. Armenia. It's like. You, you you know like there are people like you know like kylie jenner kylie jenner definitely got some kind of work done because i've seen what she looked like before and she like i don't know what the fuck she did to look the way she does now but yo k- she looked like a girl from like my islamic school back in the day like she
0: looks straight up like from the east
1: but, 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 but like kim kardashian like if you look at old photos like kim kardashian's like 100 percent armenian and you like look at her like Old photos, she's still, she looked, it wasn't the surgery. She looked ethnic, like even when she was like in high school, you know, she's one of those like ethnic looking white people.
0: Even though her mom is an Armenian, which is, I think her, her dad's genes are just so strong. That's some potent, potent semen, you know.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, Kim Kardashian looks good, you know, I mean, like, and like some people, some people be like, man, she's not even like, she's not white. But I mean, you, you know, like, white's a legal term. It's not, it's not like
0: yeah that's what i mean by the classifications yeah like we, i don't like i don't like how we classify race in the u.s because like what is why don't we just call people like what they want to be called you know like instead of going by colors we go by like ethnic heritage or like countries at least like you know or like you know like african like black people why don't we just call black people african americans you know why don't we just call because we're african like just say this dude's an african dude You know black is a color it's not a you know like michael jackson said i'm not gonna spend my life being a color
1: well i mean you know he he died being no color
0: (laughs) i know that was his that was his way of protesting (laughs) did he actually have vitiligo though was that like bullshit?
1: i have no idea i remember when i was a kid my dad told me he bleached his skin and i was like why and like yeah I, i did hear he had that i don't know how you pronounce it that disease as well but, you know I don't
0: then why didn't he just go full black then because like with Vitiligo, you have like both right so why didn't he just go all black
1: but does it go the other way because because I've seen black people with like white spots I've never seen like white people like turn black <laughs> they're called beauty marks like, like like Rachel Dalzo
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Rachel Dozel. Clowning, I don't know, man. But like, I know vitiligo is like it's just a little bit of your skin. I don't know, but there's like so I don't know. I think people just use makeup now, like concealer or uh, um. Oh. There's like this one, yeah. They just they hide it, but I don't think you should hide it. I, I, it's, I don't know. I don't, it's actually pretty beautiful. Right, maybe he,
1: maybe Michael Jackson did have it. I do know that Wiz Khalifa's girlfriend has it. I don't remember her Amber name. Rose. No, no, no. you, can, you just like. If, if, if you have your computer in front of you just like google search like wiz khalifa's current girlfriend and she, she she's, sure, like, she's like yeah. a victoria's secret model or something but she's got like oh it's kind of like you know like these spots all over her yeah uh let me see wiz khalifa girlfriend and, 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 the, and that's what i mean like about having that disease you don't just like go like one color you just you happen to have those spots it's not like eventually you're going to be completely white but it does like eat yeah. It, it does it does it it your melanin, but it's not like there's like a completion point or anything like She's
0: that. She's gorgeous. Her name is um, Winnie Harlow. Yeah, look at him. It's so black love. That's what we need in our communities, right? Fucking black love, man. But um, yeah, dude. Yo, so tell me, what's this thing you have with uh, foreheads? <laughs>
1: oh okay oh, that, oh yeah so that just started off as a joke i'm not sure how how i started off doing that man so yeah I, I did this thing on instagram where in my stories i was talking about if she don't know oh no so i was talking about all the crazy things i would say to women to flatter them and i said on on one of my posts i was like i re i really be telling them girls like i love that big ass forehead of yours <laughs> <laughs> and, and then i started like like a like a whole thread on uh my instagram through the story showing all these beautiful women with big foreheads so i had a, a photo of sade big ass forehead beautiful woman uh you, you know sade yeah yeah i know sade. she's got Ty, the, the nice tyra tyra bank tyra banks is a big ass forehead yeah. and what i liked about the Oh, oh, yeah, Rihanna. I think Rihanna was the catalyst for yeah. it. I was like, she got a big ass forehead because, <laughs> because I remember like back in the day, like I was talking with my friend Miles, my friend Anthony, and I was like, my friend Miles was like, yeah, I think like because like, like who's like the hottest? because I go like, oh, Beyonce? He's like, my friend Miles was like, nah, like you know, like Rihanna and my friends, and he was like, I mean, she got a big ass forehead, but yeah, she can get it. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's like, but like, yeah, The thing is, you, know, you notice how big that forehead is. But I was like, nah, man. But I was like, so I, I was like, yeah, man. All, all the most beautiful women have big ass foreheads, like Angelina Jolie. She got, she got a big ass forehead. She got all those thoughts, you man, know, uh, all, all those thoughts in that head.
0: Plus, there's more, <laughs> there's more surface area for kisses. Am I right? Am I right, boys?
1: Oh, oh, yo, yo, I, I love kiss. I love kissing girls on the forehead. Like personally, <laughs> yo, I,
0: I like smelling girls' hair. Girls get weirded out. I, I dated a girl and I did that a lot, and she was like, "That's so weird, Ferris. Stop doing that." <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why. Yeah, man. I don't know about that,
0: but <laughs> but you know, do you, man? I don't know, Ferris. You should get help. Was, yeah, man. I mean, we all have our kinks.
1: There's always Aldana. Yeah, yeah. to always Aldana. I said something like five head game crazy. I'm in love. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like Donna on a Dominican. Yeah, too. yeah, and I really got into it because I had this picture of a uh, Will Smith and uh Tyra Banks in uh The Fresh Prince and they're like both in like community college together or something and like Tyra Banks forehead's covered by like this like French beret kind of I don't know what you call those hats like you know girls used to wear them
0: Oh, beret, beret. Yeah, it's beret. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah,
1: yeah. She she had one that was like kind of covering her forehead and it's just kind of like this image of them talking to each other and I put the caption that said you don't have to hide that beautiful forehead from me baby. That's how I know you think big and got a lot <laughs> of thoughts. <laughs> You Yo, smart.
0: I'm dead.
1: <laughs> I got so
0: There's no shame drop. in here, baby. I want to see that forehead glisten.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so it has something to do with that—the forehead obsession.
0: <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking dead, man. That's crazy. Uh, Foreheads, big O big O head. That's crazy, man. But um. Yeah, we all have our kinks. you know. Like one thing I like, I like, um, I like hook noses. I like, um, like beaks. I like a big nose, but like not. I like a, a big narrow nose. You know what I mean? You, 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 like you I, like mean, a, I you, want it to stick out.
1: You, you mean you mean hook down or hook up? Hook down. Hook, I want yeah, that nose yeah, to that, up. That, that, That's why I, yeah, I want so you to smell me. You want you want an Ethiopian woman?
0: That's what I yo. That's where I'm going yo. That was the dude. Habesha women are. Ethiopian are on some you guys are on some special shit. I don't know what's in the water in like the Highland, the Nile Highlands. Um but like you guys are on some nice shit. Like, you know, I want to get
1: on that. I mean like you know, like I don't know, I'm spoiled, but like I, I do I do I, you you know, I'd say that you know both both black men and even white men would probably argue that Ethiopia has some of the most beautiful women in the world. Legit. Or, or some say the most. And, you know, now I don't really like, you know, I'm, I just love that's women. that's objective, right?
0: Like, that's, yeah 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 yeah, like that's it, yeah, 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 that's
1: what I'm saying. I do, I, I do, I do think Ethiopian women are beautiful, but, and, uh, I mean, I, I just don't discriminate. But when you said, when you, when you was talking about that, like, narrow hook nose, narrow, like, like, kind of protruding, that's like, that's like an Ethiopian girl.
0: One thing I do love is like uh, Ethiopian music videos. That's like a confession I want to make, that I have a thing for Ethiopian music videos because they're fucking amazing. And especially over the years, if you follow them, the fucking production value is like white people standard at this point. Because like it's like HD quality and like the fucking the the, the, the freaking choreographs and the and the.
1: Are you talking like, about the ones where where it's like like. Like uh like mainstream yeah, like I'm talking to like Amhara or like Amhara or Tigrinya music and it's just kinda like you've got like twenty motherfuckers just like dancing in a line. Yeah, 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 like that. And they're just like like doing like the erratic gyrations,
0: like the yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what this if anybody knows, um like there's a traditional Ethiopian dance called Iskista. I think it's is am I saying it right?
1: Hey, iskista, yeah, Iskista. Yeah. Where and yeah that that's like where you like you i don't know how to exactly explain you it block words your but chest you been, really fast and like yeah there's a lot of sh- this shoulder and a lot a lot of your chest and shoulder and uh it's a dance you can do sitting down as well so like yo. you can't really do it you can't do it standing up if you can't do it sitting down <laughs> because you have to know how to detach your torso from your bottom half and be able to like concepts, do this yeah. locking kind of movement
0: it's crazy and like if you're good at it it looks like you're having like a seizure or like you're like having some sort of like demonic experience but it's really fucking cool it's one of my favorite dances in africa that shit's amazing though but like um if you go on youtube and stuff it, like it, i like the ones that are always in dc and you can tell they're in dc because of like just like the you know <laughs> the background it's yeah, always in Northern yeah, Virginia, yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah. always and they're just like I'm like, I just want to like go to like Northern Virginia and just walk past like some people shooting an Ethiopian music video because that would make my life. I'd be like, what? If you look over there, the boys are popping their chests, but it's amazing, dude. <laughs> I love East African culture. Yeah, absolutely. I feel, I feel yeah, you feel it, like you feel it, though. Yeah, yeah, dude. So are you on? Are you on Tinder? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Me? I just, I just uh, redownload my Tinder yesterday, and it's been. It's been about 4 months without Tinder, which is like a lot.
0: Damn, dude. What what makes you delete it? Do you ever actually go anywhere on Tinder cuz like I've downloaded every app and it's honestly just like a time waster for me cuz I've I think I've met out of all the apps I've ever downloaded in my life, I've actually met and dated one person from the app and I've been, I've been on these apps for years and it's not very efficient for me, I guess my style. I feel like I'm a more in-person experience and I don't really look that good on paper. That's just my own take. But like, you tell me about your experience on that.
1: I mean, I'm not really a big fan of Tinder period, but like, uh, when I first moved back to DC two years ago, I was on Tinder and I, uh, you know, I went, I went went out with this girl who went to American university and we like dated for like four weeks or something. And, uh, I I was, I was the heartbreaker though. I was like the, we I was the, I was like, I'm not really trying to be in a relationship. (laughs)
0: damn what did you do did you just like hit and run no
1: nah, i was like a, i mean it was like it was more like you know we hooked up a lot and like we'd go to events together and it was kind of, it was almost like coupling and she asked me what i wanted and i said that i don't i don't know i'm not going to lie to you but i'm not like i'm not really feeling a relationship right now and she said okay that's fine and you know how like people will say that because sometimes women you know like i'm not here trying to generalize or anything but it, it's like, you know, I'm sure men, men do it for women as well, where like they imagine that they can turn this person into their partner eventually if they just wait yeah. long enough. And I was kind of, I was kind of like, it's not happening. And then she was like, but she, she liked me a lot. She still follows me on Instagram. I'm not going to say her name. Yo,
0: you, you use that as a marker too. Like if the girl still follows you on Instagram, you're still, there's no bad blood
1: because <laughs> I do the same shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I definitely check. <laughs> um you check your follows yeah yeah, no, yeah i'm like who, who just don't follow me I was like, nah. like, <laughs> yeah like nah man but but but, but yeah the, 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 there's no there's no bad blood you know she just graduated college and i like congratulated her by replying to her instagram story with a little Damn, whatever a little that, that little like, party favorite like emoji party hat whatever that is. Yeah, yeah a little party favorite <laughs> emoji <laughs> i thought so i re- i reacted i was like okay cool so that that's one of the two women i've ever met on tinder the other one is uh, this girl from uh, I mean like we dated in dc she was here for like a congressional internship and she's from a uh, san francisco and she just kind of like she, she like, i met her like as she was like kind of going back or whatever but because uh, she was only here for like two months or something like that. And then she had to go back to San Francisco to finish college. No, not San Francisco. She's from San Francisco, but she went to college at a university, Santa Cruz. Yeah. University. So of California actually university. meeting up with you. Those are my only two experiences ever meeting someone in person on Tinder. I have... I probably got like something like six numbers through Tinder, maybe like three of which I hit up, and like the other three where I'm just kind of like didn't didn't really follow through. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've, I've I've been off Tinder for like a long time because I've been going through like a mass healing, like an emotional and mental healing process since I've gotten back from Africa. Yeah, and like I've been like been, I've been very positive and like I just like. I try – like, even now, like, I would just re-download a Tinder, man, and, like, I try swiping, and then I'm just like, man, like, this is too much work after, like, 30 seconds. I'm, like, not even trying to do it.
0: I want to I talk about your experience in Africa because I remember you went to Ethiopia for the first time, right? Uh, but also, I want to ask you about, um, like, when, you, when you're when you on Tinder, do you have, like – because I feel like when I'm on these apps, I see certain, like, typecasts, typecasts or categories of people. Not to, like, judge people, but, like, there's certain – habits and behaviors that come together in a package um like for example you were telling me about the the free palestine mo- personality
1: oh okay let, let, let's do, let's do this one like rather i'm gonna pull that yeah, up yeah. like rather like organized you made me a, list, so,
0: a nice little list of I, like all the personalities
1: yes yeah, so the so, so thing most of these are going to be like one-liners okay. so um you know, when people pull it, so is this a person a tender personality or not a personality or just like a boring personality? Like, let's say like The Office, when you could, you know, it's like watch The Office with me. Do you think that's a person? Is that a personality uh, to
0: you? Yeah. If she's like, um, uh, we got to watch The Office or she says something like, oh my God, Michael Scott's so funny, some shit like that. Yeah, that's definitely a personality. I feel like The Office is a personality. I've, I've, I've talked to women who, who okay. are obsessed with The Office,
1: like too obsessed. A, 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 lot, a lot of people are obsessed with but like the so, 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 like Rick and more, right? Right? we like like anime, like watch anime with me, like like that, that. So the anime girls are usually bi. I feel like I I, 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 I catch your drift. I mean, like it, it, it depends. You definitely like anime girls are definitely. I I feel like because of the pool they're in, it's more likely that you'll get like kind of like alternative chicks and, like.
0: Definitely. You'll, you'll get like, um, there'll be like an LGBTQ flag or, um, she'll just tell you. Cause I dated an, a girl who's really into anime and she was also kind of bi. So
1: I, I think, I think anime is definitely personality. So he, 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 here's one of the most popular personalities I've seen. And I'm just going to say like among white women. Um, okay. And I, it's, if you voted for Trump, swipe left. Now I think, <laughs> I, you know, that, that is a personality. I'm glad I'm pretty sure you won't call me the N-word, but I also think that's trying too hard. I also, I, I think that's also kind of like lazy. You know what I'm saying? If you say if you vote for Trump, swipe left. That that you know what I'm saying that that's a very low bar. So that's like that's like a boring personality. Like that. That's why I said like when free Palestine. If that's in your Tinder bio, like that, <laughs> that, that is a fucking personality because you you're towing the line. That means like you're willing to like cut relationships you know what i'm saying like you're gonna bds his ass yeah like like if you have like if you have free palestine and your tinder bio that that means you're like completely like on the other side like left as fuck yeah you, you're on the fringe and like <laughs> I, so,
0: I feel like your dc pool is a little different though um just to cut you off for a second because like dc tinders yeah, pop in yeah, sure. 10 dc, DC tinders pop in our tinder is bullshit we get like like freaking the rural ass women from like Morgantown or like Shelby or like, well, depends on how far you set your, your meter to, but it's like you get a very different pool of people who are like, swipe right. If you voted for Trump, that's what we have here. That's that personality. But what's the, what's another personality you have?
1: Another personality. A little nostrum president uh gym life gym life is a personality it's i don't get it you know like looking for a looking for someone to go to the gym with me like i like i'm not gonna go to the gym with you like (laughs) i'm just not and the things i actually i actually go to the gym regularly nowadays because i feel like i need something that's um physically consistent in my life because it's you know uh moving your body is like one of the few things you can actually in real time, feel your progress that, but yeah, if a girl's like, go to the gym with me, I'm like, I'm not going, like I go to the gym, like to like be away from every, like, you know, even if it's in public to be like away from everybody, like I'm not like hanging out at the gym. Like I'm not doing that shit.
0: (laughs) Social time. I got some bullshit. People who go to the gym to meet, to make friends are always creeps always all the time. And probably also want to sell you steroids. But, um, another personality is wanderlust.
1: Okay. What does that mean?
0: Wanderlust. If she puts like a wanderlust in her, and she's like, I have wanderlust, and it's like the bear, the the feet, like the footprints. Oh, okay. Like, oh, nomad. You know, she like she likes traveling. She's she's about that life. You know, that's definitely a thing. Or like catch flights, not feelings, and stuff like that. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's kind yeah. of in that
0: same category as well. Like, yeah, there are all there are definitely a lot of personalities. But when you're black and dating, it's also kind of you know it's difficult to navigate that. Do you usually date black women on Tinder? Or do you, like, what? Are, like those past two women, where what were they?
1: So uh, the more recent one, she is Nicar- from Nicaragua. Okay. And then the one before that was black American. So you just do people of color, yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't even say I, I just do, like... I mean, there, there, there's, like, a certain level of whiteness I can't deal with, obviously, where I'm just, like... Like, that. that's... That, that I'm just, like... I, I'm just like that's too that that's you're just too white and I don't even mean like Republicans I mean you're just too white for me but like uh, like I'm not like avoiding white women or anything I think more recently my queue has become pretty much like all black yeah but like 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 before it was kind of like a mixed bag of like socialist white girls and like (laughs) alternative (laughs) black girls free Palestine girls. (laughs) free free for free, free free palestine girls no 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 doubt man for free palestine is definitely personality
0: so when you when you went to africa um when you went to why, why why do i say that africa you went to ethiopia dude africa's not a country you went to ethiopia let's call the countries out here we're calling out countries we can't be filling falling into like the habits of like you know what we're taught in school where africa is just this one big heap of nuts. but um what did you like? What did you do? How did it feel for the first time? Was it kind of like a spiritual awakening? Was it a? Did you see any traumatic shit? Because I know when I first went to Sudan, um, I saw some. I saw some dude in a market get his ass whooped for like. I don't know if he actually stole something, but like, um, he was accused of stealing something, and like everybody in the market raced to like just beat his ass. And I'm like, damn, like uh, checks
1: and balances. <laughs> like, I mean. Nah, no, nah, I didn't see nothing yeah. cra- crazy like that. How,
0: what was your like most memorable experience?
1: I'm not one of those people who can like I'm. I've never you know I'm not like a favorite movie, favorite artist kind of guy. So I I wouldn't be able to give you my most memorable. But I was. Yeah, oh, hold on. Going can you hear that too? Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> okay, so I was I was in Ethiopia for four weeks. Yep, and. Three weeks in the capital, Addis. So the first week in the capital, Addis. The second week, the middle week between the three weeks, like that one week, I was the only week when I was actually hanging out with my dad and not like wasted. Um, we went to uh, Dar, which is like north of Addis. And um, it's, a, it's actually, it's where Lake Tana is. So we took a boat to the Blue Nile, which is pretty dope. Yeah, I got to like see some like old ass churches that have been around for like a thousand years and shit like it just be- being on the Blue Nile yeah. is just like a crazy ass feeling so like definitely that you know um, one of the cradles of civilization and you know I feel like the Nile is like the only proof that like I mean, it's not the only proof we all know that like humans came from Africa but like the Nile is also like Hey man, like Africans also had civilization before that people like started going on. We invented yeah. civilization. Yeah, you, you, you watch you watch movies though, and it's like not even we're not, not not even like uh, what's her name, what's her name Elizabeth Taylor. Not even like Elizabeth Taylor playing Cleopatra, but like you have movies in like 2016 where, where it's like about ancient Egyptians, but like the actors are like white people, and it's like just some funny ass shit because they like they don't even want to be like. Mm -hmm. They're like, nah, man. Egyptians weren't black ever, like, ever, like,
0: not, not. Uh, That actually comes from a really racist. There's actually an anthropologist, I think, or an archaeologist, who, when they first discovered all the cool stuff in Egypt and all the civilization appearing, like all the all the evidence, they were like, "There's no way that black people have the intellectual capacity to build this. There's no way. It must have been a long lost white tribe. It must have been some sort of white, you know, uh, ethnic group that were that." Um, built this because their, you know, the, the the thoughts or the um, conversations back then were based on the fact that black people were stupid and they were incapable. So if you go to Rwanda, not Rwanda, um, Rhodesia, which is Zimbabwe, um, there's something called the Great Zimbabwe, which is like they built like this huge fortress. And when they when the white people, the um, the Boers, discovered that, they were like, oh, it must be white people who built this because black people can't build shit. So then they, they propagated that and they're like but then they recently found out that you know through genetic testing from the the sites around the 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 archaeological sites they found out that they're actually people the people who from Zimbabwe the black people built this um, this fortress themselves with, um, at that time so that's you know, not to go on a rant but that's you're right that's that's that shit and then to, to like talk about like the Sphinx nose and stuff you know you know about that story
1: yeah yeah I've heard like like changing the shapes or something like that
0: yeah like they say that they blasted the nose off because the nose was an african nose it was like a very prominent wide west african looking nose but um and it made the sphinx look black so that's why they said that they they i think they said that the napoleon army blew it off when they when they went to go see it or somehow someone took it off like that's i don't know if it's a conspiracy but that's like one of the 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 thoughts around it or one of the discussions around why the Sphinx doesn't Sphinx doesn't have a nose. But, um, people say that the noses actually made it look like the people at that time who looked probably more like, you know, like what, what you would think a black person looks like or an African person looks like.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I don't, you know, I feel like there's no way to really, I mean, I guess there are ways to tell I'm lazy, but you know, like (laughs) even, even when you're like a kid and you like look at like a hieroglyphics, and like you see the pe the, the drawings and the people. Now we can't necessarily say like they are this kind of like black people, but like d- their color to me is dark brown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they got half of the head, <laughs> yo. They
0: got the, the yeah. big forehead. You like?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like they, they they almost look like Ethiopic or something. Yeah, like good. those like little like hi- hieroglyphic drawings, and I'm like. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's like more of an obsession for black people to be like, yo, like we, we birthed all you niggas or, yeah, or like it's like white people's obsession of trying to erase that is bigger. because like white people are also like, nah like I think it's it wasn't a reaction.
0: I don't think it's I, I think it's a reaction to like Elizabeth Taylor and like the depictions and people being told that they're savages and have nothing and have contributed nothing to the world when we pretty much without black people, there wouldn't be humanity. Um, because, you know, Mama Africa and all that. But um, I think it's more reactionary. I don't think, because first of all, it's Egypt. Um, most um, African-Americans are descendants from West Africa, the majority. So like, you can't technically claim like, oh, we're pharaohs. Like, yeah, in a way we all came like from Africa. But like, um, if you want like direct des- descendants, you, um, you could probably look like the, like, the Ashanti people who all, all, all of Africa had awesome civilizations, especially West Africa like Mansa Musa yeah yeah absolutely I mean like
1: Mm -hmm. I mean talking about ancient Egypt also it's contentious because you have to think about historical perspective and um you know how far were like you know was like West African culture at the time of um the ancient Egyptians and when when we talk about the ancient Egyptians we don't mean 2,000 years ago we're talking about like 4,000 years ago you know what I'm saying like because in two thousand years ago, Egypt was ruled by the Romans. You know, like so, like white people already. You know, what we call white people today, we're already up in there. And before that, the Persians were up in there. So when we talk about like Egyptians be like the original indigenous Egyptians being black people, we're talking about people from like four thousand, five thousand years ago. Like, and, um, yeah, good that you clear that up. Yeah, you know, and. I'm, I'm not. Also, the Arab, Arab mixing as well. Yeah. Later. Yeah, I'm not mer- making any claims, but, you know, people say that, you know, uh, civilization started somewhere between probably, not civilization, no. Humans are from somewhere between, like, Ethiopia and, like, probably Zimbabwe. Like, that's. Yeah. More, more of that kind of, like, uh, East Central, like, East Central Africa or something like mm. that. And. People went up north and went, you know, through Ethiopia, through where the Sudan is now, and Egypt, and started, you know, their ancient Egyptian civilization, and people also went, you know, down through, like, Zimbabwe and Mozambique and went down to South Africa, and then they migrated, and then people started altogether migrating west, like, after that, but...
0: Yo, you're not the first person to refer to Sudan as the Sudan. By the way, I just got to call you out because, like, I remember growing up, everyone used to say that. I don't know where that comes from. Do you have an idea, like, any idea where why people call it that?
1: Oh, oh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Sudan, like your country, is is Sudan, and I don't know why I call it. I I think I was just speaking like an anthropologist, and that's why I said that.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like anthropologists say that, uh, and I was always curious. No,
1: no, but this is what it means. The, saying Sudan just meant anywhere from where the modern-day state of Sudan is west through central Africa all the way to west Africa so so uh, like uh Mali is the hell Mali was also considered Mali was considered French Sudan and uh Sudan Sudan today was like British Sudan and Chad all, all that it was Anglo every, Egyptian e- Anglo Sudanese e- Egypt or some shit. Right. Right. Hey, yeah so time. so 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 basically everything between where um Sudan is in East Africa today west all the way to like pretty much Senegal that was all considered Sudan. That was all Sudan. It was like French Sudan, British Sudan, maybe even German Sudan. But yeah, so yeah, German Sudan. So, so, so Sudan just yeah it, it, it just re- it referenced that like below, yeah, the Sahara, but not, like, super south, like, space between, you know what I'm saying? Like, below yeah. North Africa, but not, like, deep into that, like, you know, like, I guess more tropical or whatever kind of trans- climate is, like, like more south. Zone.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, kind of <laughs> sub, all, like, right where the Sahara turns into, like, you know, like, the rainforest and trees and shit. Like, that's when the, trans- it's called the Sahel. That's also a name I've ever heard it called. But um, for some reason, for Sudan's considered North Africa.
1: I mean, Sudan's considered North Africa because they're in the Arab League.
0: I don't think that's why. I don't. I don't know why. I th- I think it might be because we used to be a part of Egypt, and Egypt um, is was is is a part of North Africa. So there's like, okay, I guess you guys are too because it was once the same country. Um, I'm not sure why that is, but I don't know why. Because like, even even though we're in the Arab League, like a lot of because um, like North Africa isn't even like indigenously Arab. It's most of the people that look Arab are actually Berber or Berber in denial. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm hip, yeah I'm hip
1: like, you yeah, know, like Moroccans and yeah, shit like, like that.
0: Like, um, they'll even say like, you know, we're, 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 we're unless they're like super Arab eyes where it's like they're genetically Berber, but like they've culturally adopted, um, you know, Arab traditions, the Arabic language, and they kind of, kind of closet their, their Berberness. I mean, I remember one person, I won't mention the country. It wasn't Morocco though, but, um, one, one of my old friends from, a, um, from a North African nation. Uh, I think she was was Libyan, and she was like, I was like, you guys are Berber, right? Because, like, I was like, I'm in, like, history and shit. I'm hip like you, man. I'm in all that. And uh, she was like, no, we're not. We're Arab. We're Arab. We're Arab. And I was like, (laughs) she she was like, she, like, swore by it. I think, like, but then I was like, maybe in Libya, like, being called Berber is, like, offensive. Like, maybe it probably is. It's probably seen as, like, you know, because of, like, Islam and, like, Arab colonialism, neocolonialism now. Um, it's probably seen as like something you don't want to associate with like your indigenous culture, which is what we have in Sudan as well with like the Nubian culture. When like Arabs came to Sudan at some point and had a bunch of, you know, I feel like Sudanese people are like, mast- they're master's children that he refuses to acknowledge. He's, we're the unclaimed children of master in a way because we have we do have the genetic mixing on some level. Um, if like my family did like the 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 DNA test, like that shit was there, like the Middle Eastern was in there. But at the same time, like we, I don't like call, I don't call myself Arab, like, cause I don't feel like it. Like it feels wrong to me. Like I don't, it doesn't feel right. Like I'm not being honest cause that's not, um, my entirety. And then I'm mostly, I just say black, you know, that's what I feel comfortable saying. You know, it's like, it's like a Dominican person calling themselves Spanish, even though like, like, yo dude, like Spain, like legit, like fucking Spain.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it it really depends on what you you most outwardly uh, kind of like look like, yeah, how you pass. or whatever, you yeah, know. Because not not all Dominicans are black. You you, you have you have you, you have straight up white Dominicans. <laughs> you know, just Spanish people. But like, and then you you have people you have people with just a little bit of black in them too. As we're like Sudan is like one of those places where it's like most people are like mostly black, but you do also have people who are like where they are like they're on some extreme side of like the spectrum of like you know black to arab or whatever
0: yeah i feel i feel you like we have like being sudanese is having an aunt or a cousin that looks like mia khalifa and an uncle that looks like akon like that's what being sudanese is cuz like there's people in my family who look super <laughs> left skin and like you could just they just look arab like like you wouldn't even know if they were african unless you asked and then um then you have the uncle who's like super super dark and he's like you know Looks like straight up, like you know, he's gonna start singing like "Lonely." <laughs>
1: he's, about, he's about to start singing like "Soul Survivor." Yeah, Soul
0: Survivor.
1: <laughs> Young Jeezy's gonna pop in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny, man. Oh yeah, so yeah, Africa, man. Africa, Ethiopia. Ethiopia was cool. I mean, I so I said Africa in general, just because it's like just, I feel like being on a continent is important. You know, if you like grow up in the U.S. because um. I, I I more or less consider myself like a something like an African internationalist, Ooh, what's like that? um. So like I mean like I believe that like the African diaspora in general has to kind of like figure their shit out because I'm not gonna spend my time trying to get white people to view me as human. First of all, second of all, I don't believe black people should even like. Black, black people have no basis to believe that white people are going to give us anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care if Bernie Sanders is... I don't care if fucking, like, like Kamala Harris becomes president and let's like not even talk about her record it was, as, as a prosecutor in California. Like, let's, let's not even talk about that. Let's just say you have, like, a black woman, whatever, you know, in Congress... Not, not in Congress. Uh, in the executive office, like... It's still, the United States was still built for white people, you know, um, on the backs of all these other kinds of people. And because of that, the United States will never, will never give black people or, you know, I guess like, and then, you know, some brown people like Latinos who were kind of like, even like Chinese people, like part of that process, they're not going to give you anything. And the thing is, a lot of people don't understand that the job isn't finished. You still have like, you know, like several hundred, you know, like, young black men getting, like, gunned down by police every day. You still have this, like, thing where, like, white people can move into, like, the hood, but black people still can't, like, move into these, like, nice white suburbs and stuff like that. So, like, you know, when people say racism never ended, right? So it's not like, so the thing is, how are you going to give reparations for a crime you haven't finished yet? You know what I'm saying? Like, they haven't even admitted it. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you think that all, all like, do you have like a con
0: view where like all Black people should just go back to Africa and start Fortune 500 companies within five years?
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I don't, know if that's what people should do. I'm kind of yeah. thinking about it to be honest. I mean, like, I mean, not, not, not anything like specific, but, but just like, I don't know, be that's part true. of Africa. <laughs> I mean, I of but I
0: also think akon does does. <laughs> um, I feel like bless you, man. I feel like um. got allergies. I
1: don't know. Yeah, I do. I don't know. just have though like, yeah, akon what?
0: Oh um, I was saying. I feel like akon when he said that that wasn't exactly real. I, I feel like he was selling a sort of a lie because. If anybody's been to Africa, like getting anything done is like a fucking headache. I can't even imagine how hard it is to start like even like a small business, let alone a Fortune 500 when you're not a con and like a celebrity um, and just getting on the ground. You know, and there's corruption and you got to pay off everybody. And when people know you have a company, everyone expects you to bribe them and um, all that. So yeah it's It's very difficult. I, I don't think Africa's ready for um, the diaspora to go back. like I think that Africa needs a lot of work to be able to in terms of infrastructure, in terms of um, political corruption in terms of that. and um I think that people need to start going to Africa on vacation. I agree with Akon on that. like people need to start just exploring Africa. like there needs to be more tourism in Africa. This whole stigma of going to Africa needs to stop um, on both ends because I think, as you know, black people in the West, in the in, in the U.S. specifically, we propagate this like whole African savage thing as well that we were taught um, amongst ourselves, where it's like we're seen as like, oh, we don't want to go. Thank God we're not in Africa. Yeah, or, like, yeah. African booty yeah, scratcher. Yeah. You better thank you, white meal man, up. for stealing. Yeah, you better
1: finish that meal. There are people starving in Africa.
0: <laughs> yeah, starving in Africa. Yo, you know what pisses me off? I heard people from other third world countries say that shit. Like you better eat because kids in Africa. I'm like, dude, there's kids <laughs> in India, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? Wait, wait, where, where,
1: where did you hear that? <laughs>
0: I heard this, I was hanging out with like this Indian dude and he was like, he, he says something like, yeah, you better eat it because there's kids in Africa or something. It was something along the lines of there's hungry kids in Africa. I'm like, dude, there's hungry kids in India, bro. Like, stop using Africa as your yeah. punching bag. Like, yeah. I'm tired of like everyone thinking that They're better than Africa. And Africa is like the worst resort, like the last resort, the worst possible case thing in the world to be from, like. Like, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're trying to act white. You're trying to act white. Yeah, eat yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we We,
1: we, awesome. we seen Slumdog Millionaire. we we seen what those shady sounds like. <laughs>
0: Dude, <laughs> and, and, I didn't yeah. see that kid eat a meal the whole. That kid didn't eat a meal the whole fucking movie. <laughs> like, the whole. Two hours. That kid yeah. didn't eat shit. But the thing is, like, um, like. I think as color people, we need to stop like bashing each other to like seem white. Like if we like, we're trying to step on each other's um, heads to like kind of get closer to the white man, and we do it by subtle things like saying shit like that or like, you know, like color people not dating black people or refusing to like, you know, treating them like shit in their stores or stuff like that. Like that's all. You know that that's what makes black people want to exclude you, and that's also what makes black people want to call your asses out for cultural appropriation, <laughs> because when you treat black people like shit, and then you want to rap and like wear dreads and all that, I swear, I swear to you, if people of color who weren't black in the U.S. had unity with black people overall, like just like in general, and didn't do half the shit they do to black people, I promise you, black people would let you use the word nigga. They would, I swear, they would. <laughs> They black people they wouldn't have a problem with it because but then when 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 you do shit like open up liquor stores and then you know, you know do dumb stuff like that and like try to take advantage of black people, that's when we get mad. But black people are the nicest people ever. Trust me. It's like we have like black people have this heart, yo, like Mama Africa in the blood. Like I ain't even (laughs) fronting. It's it's like We don't like tolerating bullshit. Like, that's all it is. Like, just don't go and say, we know what you guys say behind our backs. Like, we're not stupid. Like, we know the curse. I know all the anti-black curse words in every fucking language. I'm not dumb. You know, like, don't think that, you know, you guys can hide that shit at home and then act cool with the homies. Because, you know, that shit, you leave clues. That shit leaves clues. And we know how you guys really feel about us. And that's why we we say shit like that. And, you know, we're not going to pretend there's unity because I think there's a lot of work to be done even amongst colored people
1: yeah i agree absolutely definitely definitely. i mean you know part of that's like knowing your part too like you know i said like you know we're like we're like continental africans so like like we we don't have a certain experience let's say that like black americans have i mean like we share like a i guess maybe like a material experience but we 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 don't share like the weight of history
0: oh no no and like everything
1: and stuff like that and and that's something that's also, also that like black people black people who 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 did not who are not descendants of slavery? Y'all don't have to. um We don't have that generational to, trauma. Don't, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. You you you, you can't be. Ag- you know what I'm saying? There's certain th- you have to understand nuance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like nuance is like an important thing to understand.
0: Exactly. Um, in that regard, uh, when like as we're we're not black people of we're not you know we are, we don't descend from slaves i think it's our responsibility to do everything we can for the african american community in return for their sacrifice and the fact that um you know if it weren't for the civil rights movement um there wouldn't have been a repeal for the uh the yellow act or the or the asian exclusion act or the or the immigration restrictions put on non white nations and you know we wouldn't we wouldn't be living here because at the end of the day we get to enjoy a certain standard of living by living in the U.S. Like, no no doubt, we have privilege, especially if you're a U.S. citizen in the world. You know, the world's your oyster, technically, according to what they say when you get your new passport.